0: The SlimFast 14-day effect on your New Year's resolution. Day 1, the New Year. You want to kick it off with a bang, and you're not just talking about fireworks. Day 14, you're ready to start this year right, looking great and preferably on top. Two weeks is all it takes to get what you really want. Swap two meals a day for Slim Fast protein shakes or bars, get in a 30-minute workout, and stick to a 1,200-calorie diet to lose up to 6 pounds in your first 14 days. Find SlimFast in the store near you.
1: Welcome, welcome everybody. We don't have our theme song. I'm kind of (laughs) sad. But this episode was actually pretty sad. Welcome everybody back to (laughs) After Buzz TV Parenthood After Show. We are doing Season 5, Episode 14, You've Got Mold. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. With me, I have... I'm Danica Kennedy. And I'm Elena Jordan. Yes, welcome back ladies. Tiana is not feeling well tonight, so our best wishes to Tiana. Yes. BS. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. She's having fun. Yes. It's it's good to hear this upbeat theme when this episode ended so sad. It's
0: like the last
1: upbeat part of the show
2: really depressed even in the intro. And then they started playing the theme song and I was like, oh, it's so cheery yeah. all
1: of a sudden. It was, it was a very sad episode overall. I mean, like, throughout this emotions. whole season, we've got a lot of sad moments, but this whole episode just, like, translated throughout and, this and really, really... And we'll get to it. So let's just start. Sarah and Hank, on a, we'll start the episode on a more happier kind of note. As Sarah, so she has her surf project and she has to film, uh, shoot photos for the brochure, that big project that she just got. She wants to shoot photos at the beach. And Hank, he's inserting himself in there, be like, because he didn't get this project in the beginning, he kind of wants to take over and say, No, you can't shoot at the beach. We'll just fake it here in the studio and we'll Photoshop it later. And he he's just like really trying to dominate this project, and Sarah's like, no. It also uh, really
2: shows his Aspergery side. It really about did. how particular he was, about how he didn't want anything to go wrong at all. It had to be exactly how he wanted it. If the weather mm-hmm. or anything was messed up, he couldn't just go with the flow, and that's why he had to choose the Photoshop way, I think.
1: Yeah, and and. Even Sarah's like, you don't even like Photoshop. So mm-hmm. it really goes to show that Hank just wanted to take over this project and have it be his creative input on the whole thing and have his slap his work all over it and not have Sarah not really do anything. I love that Carl comes over, though, and
0: when she's saying, you know, well, I, I hired Hank because I'm in over my head, and he goes, you're not in over your head, you're just out of your comfort zone. Yes. I was like, Carl the, saving babies, that's right? Dropping knowledge bombs, <laughs> being
1: awesome. I mean, that was very insightful. and I approve l- of him. I him. love yes. him. And I loved how Max was, surprisingly, the one that kind of had Hank set Hank straight. Be like, well, my answer, I don't think she's going to fail because you keep saying that she will, but I don't think she won't. And usually Max is right on things. Mm-hmm. And he was
2: right. She's the one that got the job. They both interviewed, and mm-hmm. he probably pitched his idea the Photoshop way or whatever way he was going to do it, and she did hers, and that's the one they chose.
1: Yeah, and yeah, we see Sarah's with her beautiful um, storyboard pro- like ideas that mm-hmm. she had visualized for this project, and I was like, Sarah has the creative input that... That's the reason why she got the project, and then Hank said the reason why he doesn't is because of his personalities, which is probably true, but Sarah was hired for her creative vision, not
2: Hank's. He's not easygoing enough to work with. And she doesn't
1: have the experience, but she
0: clearly has the drive and the passion for it. I mean, she even says this was when she finally does shoot. She said she wishes she could do that every day, and that she loves it. Whereas he's just like, "Mom, taking pictures. This is what I do." I need a
1: drink now. (laughs) But yes, Max sets him straight a bit, and then he finally gets over that and goes up to Sarah, be like, "Hey, well, yeah, what's he say that actually today turned out to be a a a nice sunny day?" And Santa Cruz is like, "What are the chances of that?" I'm like, "You're in California." (laughs) Your chances of a sunny day is, like, pretty much 100%. <laughs> That's why we
2: film everything out here. Yeah, yep.
1: exactly. I mean, I I don't know what the weather's always like in Santa Cruz, but good chances, if you're in California, it's bright and sunny out. So uh, they go to the beach, and it actually turns out pretty well. And Sarah takes all of their photos, and then at the end, I, and I love Hank's realization, and she, she just tricks, Sarah tricks Hank to just... Have, um, you know, Hank say, yes, you were right. You did a good job. It all turned out good. What What did you think of that? I thought that was nice. Uh, to show the relationship, especially working together after all this.
2: They have such a weird relationship. I'm kind of just wanting them to make up their minds if they're ever going to get back together or if they're just going to have this weird friendship. I if think they're just he's into it, but she's on. not.
0: And I think if it wasn't for Coral, she would be more into it, but she does have that kind of admiration for him because he is an experienced photographer, and now that's what she's getting into. But mm-hmm. I was proud of Sarah for finally standing up for herself.
2: I great. feel like there's going to be something weird, though, where Hank's going to, like, get in the way with her new relationship she's somehow. About because about the love he's just, Yeah, she's always in a love triangle, so it's very her, first of all. And <laughs> why are you still working with your ex? Like, I understand that you do the same thing as them but like if you, I don't know being friends with an ex is hard enough but having them be your coworker is ridiculous especially someone that has Asperger's and is as difficult as Hank and tied in with your family because he's hanging out with their <laughs> little kid nephew all
1: the time right. it's just
2: a very weird he's very ingrained relationship in their family it's, it's odd. yes
1: it's an unlikely parent i was Give it at that, but Sarah was the one who did ask Hank for to be mm-hmm. the professional partner and helping with this project. And I feel like, and Hank, it was his jealousy also taken over that he wanted to be. He originally wanted this project, he didn't get it, but he still has the chance to still work on it. So I he can't wanted not believe to she
0: even wanted to work with him after he said when she says, well, it was my vision that got me the job mm-hmm. and your vision they didn't want. And he goes, well, it also helped that you were sleeping with the guy in the suit. I would have been like, all right, get out and don't ever yeah. speak to yeah, me again. Yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs>
1: accept that either. Again, that was Hank's jealousy uh, playing into that. And also that, yeah, it, it was his jealousy. And I, I just feel like Hank, he, he just wants to do everything himself. And it was just him saying that she doesn't have experience. Him just creating his... Putting his work all over her project.
2: I don't think it's that she doesn't have experience. It's that she doesn't have any confidence. She doesn't yeah. believe in herself ever. Exactly. She's artistic and she's creative and she's talented. And every time she has a way to put herself down like, oh, I've never done a project like this before. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. So I need to have Hank do it. So that's like how she gets her ex-boyfriend involved. It's like, no, just grow some balls, Sarah, and just do it. <laughs> and like, yeah, just no, Do the job how you think it is and if you fail, whatever. You'll have another job later. Exactly.
1: It's exactly what you're saying that Sarah doubts herself a lot and you can see that and she has a lot of self-doubt and then Hank Why being her
2: relationships are always exactly, too. and
1: Hank being so blunt and upfront with everything, saying you can't do it and you're going to fall flat on your face, she's got probably believe that because she doesn't think positively of herself. That was
0: kind of the one silver lining of this sad episode was that Hank finally was able to bend a little bit and admit that he wasn't
1: mm-hmm. always
0: needing to be in control, and Sarah was finally able to get some confidence.
1: Yes, other than absolutely. that. But overall, it turned out a good project, and then they go and celebrate and get some drinks.
2: It's like in a weird way, they kind of balance each other out, but they're also just really weird and they shouldn't yeah, date. It's,
1: it's unusual. Yeah, but somehow they still manage to work together and still have a great creative project. I, I'd like to see the end result. We saw them actually doing the production. Now I want to see how it actually, the, visually, the photographs turn mm-hmm. out in the brochure. So hopefully they'll come back and tie that up. But uh, Adam and Christina, they're having some problems with Max again. Max is in school, and he's having problems in history class. His teacher, Mr. Wyman, <laughs> who Christina called Wyman, for the slip on purpose. But uh, he's having problems in history class. He's very brainiac that the way Max does just spurts out all these Details, and then the teacher's having trouble teaching the other students, and then the teacher sends Max to the library 21 times out of 29 days. That's sad because that he's That's not just lot.
2: interrupting because he's, you know, having an outburst or anything. He's actually interested in the subject and he's saying facts about what they're learning about, which mm-hmm. is the saddest part about it. He's getting kicked out of a class that he's actually interested in.
1: And he's actually good at I mean, and I don't know what it's like to be a teacher to uh, deal with kids. That has that condition when you have other students who still need to learn, too. And I can understand him, and I'm not, like, justifying his actions, but I can understand the quick fix to just sending a kid to the library. So I'm, like, sending him off so you don't have to deal with him, but you can deal with the other students. I understand the quick fix, but that still doesn't make it right. And then the kid's not learning anything. No, and it's, what's it's not. What's the point of them
2: being there at school?
1: It's not helping Max. Yes, we know he's very smart and educated already, and he probably already knows all this stuff. But still, you have to include him in it in school and education.
0: That's why I love this show. They're so good about integrating important topics like education and special ed needs without it mm-hmm. seeming preachy or over... Like, it just is completely natural but they show that it's not just Max. It's, you know, Christina's helping... Christina's helping Kiana. her
1: friend, Kiana. And Kiana's mom. We, I Kiana's don't think we mom. ever got her name, but we'll call her Kiana's mom. But with an IEP, which is an uh, individual educated program or plan, that her daughter, T- Kiana, has to um, set up IEP so she can get individual... Teaching because she has She's a brain con- Yeah, c- mm-hmm. she has conditions. She's reading quantum physics. I mean For fun. For fun. <laughs> yeah, but that goes to show like she's really smart too. Mm-hmm. She's having trouble learning in school. And Christina helps her friend out and she sits in that meeting and just realizes this is all that she's probably gonna have to go through with Max. In the mm-hmm. next year or two. Yeah, in next year in high school. And she talks
0: to adam about it and basically says you know there's nowhere for this girl to go there's nowhere to put her we don't even know what we're fighting for because she has no options what are we going to do when it's the exact same thing next year with our child
2: except of my immediate thought was oh they should just have max be homeschooled for high school or put him into a, a private school that has you know, tutors or something that can help him. But of course Christina doesn't just think homeschool. She thinks oh, I'm gonna make a school for a bunch of kids like this. Well, just like how her husband made the recording studio. Mm-hmm. She's going to build a school now.
0: And I loved that, too, that they were so supportive, Christine and Adam both, because this is this big kind of outlandish idea that she has, and his response is, well, if anybody can do it, you can. You can." And, and she it, says, I can, true. we can.
1: It's like that's God, true. You guys are such a Very good couple. true. But Christina's so driven, and mm-hmm. when she thinks about something, wants something, she will do it. She wanted to run for election; she did it. Granted, she didn't win, but she still did it. Mm-hmm. She, she had cancer; she didn't let it be her, and she overcame that. So, like of all people, of the whole Braverman family, to do this, it's Christina.
0: And she genuinely cares about education. We've seen that all. Yeah, she long. ran her
1: whole, uh, mayoral. Uh, campaign Mm -hmm. on education. And she's still taking calls. She's still helping strangers.
2: Yeah, She needs her next thing anyways. I Mm -hmm. mean, she can't just be the neighborhood, you know, therapist helping out everyone. Like, she's helping out these random people all the time, which isn't a job. But she's basically a saint, being like the Mother Teresa of the neighborhood, (laughs) helping out everyone else. So if she opens up a school, that could be her next
1: project instead of, you know, winning mayor. Next big project I, I would like to see them if they actually do go through this because, I mean, I can't imagine how hard it is for parents who actually have kids that deal with these conditions and try to, you know, integrate them into the social community because they had Max in a regular school, then they moved him to the special school, and then they integrated him back into the mainstream school, and now that's not working again. They don't want to separate him in an individual um that special education—I don't think that's right—and I—I don't know how many programs are out there that actually help that. He's so, not I mean,
2: special ed. That's the thing. Exactly. He they have don't a want that. Disability. He's just so intelligent in a different way than most kids are that he doesn't have like, I guess, what people would say, common sense or like the normal social skills as everyone else. So he's actually smarter in a way. Like he mm-hmm. could almost skip a few grades. He could he on really could. his intelligence level. So. I love how they portray that on the show, though. I feel like I'm that's very to see accurate. Where that project
0: mm-hmm. goes mm-hmm. too, and it's it's going to be good
1: to have a positive thing for the family to rally behind, and to have more to understand more kids who are different mm-hmm. but are still similar and still having the problem integrating into the mainstream. So I love how they just reach out to that whole and community. finding a place
0: for like, as she said, the kids who just don't belong anywhere.
1: Yeah. Because they don't belong in that special ed room. Mm -hmm. That's got to be so isolating. Yeah, and that's not good. That's not good. That's not social. It's so yes, good for Christina. Mm -hmm. I really do hope that happens. But uh, Jasmine and Crosby, they're having some home issues. issues. issues, mold issues. So apparently, this little stain turns out to be a bigger problem. They have mold. And I loved how they had the the guy in the hazmat suit at the beginning. Uh, you know it's serious, yeah. <laughs> you know it's serious when they're coming out of your house in hazmat suits. Jabar <laughs> so has the best something. line in the whole yeah, episode. He like, it looks
2: like the guy who took, took ET. E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, ET reference. So.
1: That was awesome, and uh, so. They have to live in a hotel, a uh, motel. motel, motel, motel. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Apparently, but and not quite the Four Seasons or the Ritz or whatever no, she was no, talking because, about. Because yeah, Crosby's insurance doesn't cover uh, molding, so that that's got to be hard. And well, they have to stay in there for four months. Four months. Yeah, and that's not. <laughs> and you can also put that as a claim. Be like, how long has it been there? The longevity. Mm-hmm. And you say for a month they're like, nope, you didn't nope. tackle it right away then y- yeah we can't, can't cover help that you with that yeah we can't cover you for you know procrastination
0: but I did like too like the Crosby Jasmine relationship because even though they're in this horrible motel that is so tiny and you know they're going crazy she's Chris still cabin like, fever yeah and he's like, Four I'm people. losing my mind. where you not losing your mind?" She's like, well, you know I've been through worse. We'll get through this too we'll get through it together. I was like God, Jasmine and Christine like just all these girls
2: are just holding it down. I guess He gotta did say, not want to go back with his parents. No. So she kept saying, no. Why don't you call up your parents? We can just stay in the guest bedroom, <laughs> do something. They have plenty of room. of room. It would be free. They're not gonna charge us. And he was just like, Nope, nope, that's not happening. And then of course in the end they end they, up doing that. Do. But
1: I I, I question why plan. Crosby wanted not to go. Back to his parents. His parents are loving. Everyone's over at the house. Yeah, you know. have a lot of space. They will welcome you back in open arms. And then I was like, was your childhood that bad that you don't want to go back to your home? It's like
0: the Braverman home base.
1: Yes,
2: that's true. Yeah. I feel like most parents, though, like, you meet your friend's parents and they seem nice and cool. But to the kids, it's like, oh, they're the most annoying people ever. I feel Good. like everyone gets easily agitated by their parents, basically. So it's like, if you're planning on staying there for a few days, that's fine. It depends on how long the stay is going to be. Are you going to get, you know, your tolerance level for them? You have to be able to tolerate being around them for a long period of time.
0: I would just be like, hey, they can babysit, which... Yes, yeah, yeah. perfect. Have you guys noticed that the baby has now gotten very quiet after the episode about like how this is the most loud, annoying baby? and Then they're like, mm, right. that's not going to work it's out. A very and it's just extremely
2: pasty. <laughs> yeah, it's a so very now white It's like baby. the
0: whitest, quietest baby. I was like, <laughs> what? Is Happened with this? Did they trade out their job? Yeah. I'm
2: happened? like, if
1: Jabbar is that dark, why is that baby so pasty white? <laughs> well, like Tiana said, sometimes it takes a while for the babies to toast up. <laughs>
2: so. That's what she says, but I don't <laughs> think it said. works that way. So why not? Probably I mean. Not. She probably would know better than (laughs) me.
1: But, uh, yeah, because they were supposed to only be in the motel for two weeks, which is doable. Then they find out that it might be a couple months instead. And then that's where Jasmine was like, get over your pride, Crosby. Mm -hmm. Call your parents right now. They're not going to charge us. They will welcome us back. We have lots of room. And then they finally do do go back home. So that was sweet. Uh so uh thank you everyone on iTunes and YouTube for rating downloading commenting on Parenthood we love this show I agree um with the the whole situation this this whole season's like so emotional and it's going to get more emotional apparently and we'll we'll cover that in, uh later on but thank you for downloading rating please subscribe to Activos TV Parenthood let us know what we're doing let us know what other shows you'd like to see up, um, at AfterBuzz? We do over 60-plus shows now a week. All free content for you. That's how we grow here at AfterBuzz. And another thing that helps us grow here at AfterBuzz, Fast.
2: And with slim fast two weeks is all that it takes to get what you really want in 14 days the only thing higher than your confidence will be your hemline ladies this podcast is brought to you by slim fast uh, slim is amazing it's so, so good, good.
1: I, I really want one like after we finish this and like somehow refreshing some yes yeah, very healthy too so New Year's resolution drink some slim fast all right so Zeke and Camille that that uh, Camille's back home, and she's taking her online art class. And it seems like Zeke and Camille, they're a bit happier now, do you think? Do you think that, like, Zeke, they're truly happy
0: They're kind of, well, the, the beginning of the episode, you can see that they're kind of teetering around each other because she's still very much, like, into the I want to be adventurous and creative, and he's kind of more reserved, but... Mm-hmm. They're another good example of like the the couple that that has the good give and take. Um, I love yeah. the scene when she's painting and he comes out and he's like, "You got like ham? Just, just try some prosciutto.
2: prosciutto. <laughs> that that stuff is
1: good. You should try it.
2: Travel changes you though. When it you does. travel the world or when you go a new place, it it really changes your personality and how you see life." And I think she's just so well, she amped think she up. Married from that young trip. and
0: had mm-hmm. four kids and stayed home and raised them, and
2: now's her time to see the world. And I think she's on that fix right now. She just wants mm-hmm. to go everywhere. She wants to see she everything. She wants to, see more. She she wants a to taste keep of painting and eating. And I mean, that's exactly what I want to be doing with my life right now: <laughs> yeah. traveling the world and doing art and eating. That sounds fabulous. I don't blame her.
0: And Zeke even says this is the happiest I've ever seen you.
2: Yeah. But she was a different person. He also said, like, you're here, but you're not all the way way here. here." And that's what I meant by, like, how travel changes you. It's like she wasn't a different person. It just is eye-opening. You see more of the world and you're not stuck in your little bubble and, like, your little life with the people you know. You, like, see that there's so much more out there, and you're just, like, a little speck, basically. Break the complacency. Yes.
1: And it was good to see Zeke realize that Camille is happy. Zeke is kind of happy, but Camille, that he realized how much Camille has sacrificed over these years and all the compromises she's made with the family and kids and stuff. And then he uh, comes up with the belief that, you know... If selling this house will make you happy, I will do it for you, I will do it for us. And he Before wasn't
2: happy in it alone anyways. We saw him just, you know, yeah. lounging that around. That was such a sweet
1: scene when
0: he was talking to her and he was like, you know, I just don't want to lose you. When you weren't here, it wasn't the same. Like, oh,
2: so cute oh, so and romantic.
0: That was amazing. Fact, Nelson is just amazing.
1: Well, I love it. I, I love the line. He said, uh, being in this house without you is- isn't going to work. So no matter how big or how small the house, so long as Camille's not there, still He just wants she's to be his with home. her. Yeah, he just wants to be with her. And so they agree, I guess. They they agree to finally put the house. Finally. On, That's what I've been wanting him to say. I'm
2: like, why doesn't he want to travel and do this with her? You think he's still not going to do it, go through with it?
1: Well, it's it's hard for everybody or anyone to sell this house that you created a family Really Yeah, you
2: see
0: it is the home base. I mean, that's where Crosby and Jasmine and they all go as their refuge when they can't go home. And Julia,
2: Mm -hmm. we saw that. Yeah, Everyone goes home there when they need to escape. Sometimes you just need to go home. In the preview for the not next week's I guess end of February's episode next time we're back here it shows that Crosby is upset about the house and I feel like there's Mm -hmm. gonna be this huge that's gonna be like a huge plot line is gonna be this house
0: can you imagine poor Julia thinking you know she's losing her home that she built with Joel and now she's losing her
1: childhood home too yeah so you know let's get into Julia Julia and Joel the saddest part of the tonight's episode. You knew it was coming. It finally escalated to this point. Joel has officially moved out. And they're trying to figure out a way how to tell their kids, Sydney and Victor, how it'll, it will affect them. Because right now in the past few episodes, we've seen that they're starting to realize something's going on with their family. And now it's just a matter of actually sitting them down and saying that we both we still love you. You know nothing, but you know Joel's gonna move out, and then the acting from all of them. I mean, they're so oh, young too. You so know, good. we had Shola in the studio, just like amazing, amazing acting from those two kids, and just saying, "You can't go, we're a family." Oh, that that's really hard. It was so it sad was too. Rough. They
2: showed them playing
1: together. Like they mm-hmm. said
2: something about uh, Joel and Julia originally when they were gonna tell the kids they were watching them playing video games and they were talking about how they were playing games together, how long were they playing, and they are like, last year, we would have killed for this to happen. They couldn't get the kids to get along, and then now they're the problem. And so they put off telling the kids another day, yeah. seeing if they could work it out. And,
1: and it's so sad, so to, sad. S- to see the kids happy together and mm-hmm. then t- giving them such hard news. And I can't imagine ever being in that position. Fortunately, my parents are still together, so I never had to deal with that. But uh, Broken
2: homes. What's, <laughs> what's,
1: um, <laughs> but uh, I, I think they really do speak well on how, you know, Family, uh, marriages that are suffering really do affect the kids. Mm-hmm. And you, it just relates to a lot of the It's poems. so rough, too, because like, they're
0: not on the... Joel and Julia are on two completely separate pages. When they're talking to the therapist about, you know, we want to talk to our kids, we don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, have you definitely decided that you're going to get a divorce, or is this just a trial separation? And Julia... It's definitely just a trial separation, and Joel's like, I, don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. Which
2: is there was serious the hesitation
1: there, it. because, uh, yeah, because Ju- Julia wants to reconcile, but there was a long pause. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't. Well, know. she
0: even like begs him later and says, "Don't give up on me," and he says, "You know, I'm sorry that we're at this point, but we are." But we are. Do so you- he's over it.
1: Do you think they'll ever get back together? I, I hope think he's so. too stubborn right now. He's really he's, upset. He's really emotionally hurt right now. I
0: think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. It draws out for a while, but I think ultimately they end up back together. I mean, they're Joel and Julio so, too.
2: They're too. Good. They're gonna drag this on for a while, though. I think they're well, gonna they have, have like a really mm-hmm. long separation where the kids are going back and forth and trying different things out with. Therapy, this show is maybe. really
0: realistic with the timing, you know, because this is such a big issue. It's not something that would be glossed over in a couple episodes and done. It's you know gonna yeah. be a big recurring thing. Oh um, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and I find it. I like my mind just went like in a terrible, uh, more negative way with. Their relationship, I'm like, oh my God, we're seeing Joel, uh, I'm sorry, we're seeing Zeke and Camille getting, kind of getting back together and getting mm-hmm. on that same common ground. And now we're seeing Joel and Julia, their, their relationship's going to take a turn for the worse. I'm like, one couple's getting back together and another couple's like really breaking up. Well, so. uh, you mentioned something earlier
2: when we were just talking about the episode here before we came on uh, about how... What Zeke said. What did you say? Yeah, Zeke, Zeke said to, he Camille to Camille is what Julia should have mm-hmm. said to Joel a long time ago. There's a when lot of, says, like, I crossover.
0: realize her, that you've made sacrifices, and you've really been the one that has had to compromise. And that's really
2: all he wanted to hear, you if know, is she that said she... said that to him and explained If she
0: had said everything. it a while back, then I think they would have been fine. But like he said, you know, it's too little
1: too late. Yeah, and communication... She was yeah, sketchy. Do it. she wasn't honest and up For upfront. For a family with him.
0: all about communication. Come on, Julia. What are you doing? having
1: together more? You should have known this was going to happen. And then you see when uh, the kids. Pre- I, I think that the kids were kind of pretending that they weren't feeling good so they could see oh, their 100%, dad. 100%. Which yeah. kids at 100%. that age knows what's up. And but Joel does. I mean, Julia doesn't go to Joel. She goes to her parents, which I thought was actually a good choice. Mm-hmm. She needed to be there. She when needed she to be close. I was yeah. like,
0: oh god, is she going to go bother Joel? like so much worse. I was like, you are going to that make is it too so much confusing. Worse.
1: You can't do that. You can't do that to your kids. That yeah. Is way too so, confusing.
0: but then that also shows that the house. I mean, it's where it's where everyone feels
1: safe. It's where everyone goes, you go back to your home, and then she said. Uh, at the end like I just wanted to be home with her parents and then she also uh, Julia also says I haven't told you guys everything and she realizes that her marriage mm-hmm. is, might be ending or is probably going to end the way we're talking you know, about
2: this so is so we're so going <laughs> kind of family by family but yeah. everything's happening at the same time mm-hmm. in the show and it's really great because Zeke and Camille are having this conversation about Oh, sh- we're going to sell the house. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to change our lives. And then at the same time, Jasmine and Crosby are having this argument like, call your parents. Mm-hmm. We need a place to stay. we need to go they home. really need a place to go. And then Julia's losing her marriage. Who knows if she's going to lose her house? What's going to happen with that? And she's coming over too. So it's just crazy about how it's all syncing up with the timing of how they want to sell the house. And everyone so, uh, needs it at the same time. Yeah.
0: And Eric. Christensen, she's such a good actress, but she's when she's so like good. crying, that last line that she said, My marriage might be over, I just wanted to come
2: home. And you're just like, oh. Don't sell that. I, <laughs> I was this close to crying. I, I held it together, but oh, that was like, a good yeah, season we, finale. we all were pretty
1: good about holding it together, but I, I just, sad. I wow. loved how they brilliantly tie that together because the, they said this, this is just a big house with no one here, and now they have two kids back home. So I, I hope they don't sell that I hope that that's, it's kind of a reminder to Camille happen.
0: that, hey, you're still needed. You're still part of this family. Go do your adventures, but come back. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't just be a nomad. Have this be your home base. Then go off vacation. Then come home.
2: Yeah, I don't get why she doesn't want to do that, like keep her house and her nice garden. She can have an art room there, you know, just stay in that house and then you can go off an adventure just like how she already well, did. She was saying
0: it was like, let's downgrade for money reasons because we keep having to put all our money into the house. Into the house I yeah, want so. Zeke to fix up that car, sell it and use the money to take her somewhere really nice. I like yeah, that idea. That's what I want. That's a, that's a good idea. But, yeah. If I take Tiana's place as honorary
2: parenthood writer for <laughs> yes. the evening. There you
1: go. <laughs> she always does that. If yeah. I was the writer. Parenthood <laughs> is writers. Elena's also available. Just saying, Come on. I'm just We're all available We're, like, if you need help with the show. Like, just <laughs> consult with us. We'll give you ideas. So, uh, yes, everyone's back home. I don't think they'll sell the house. I but hope not. It was, overall, this was a really, For the most part, sad episode. Depressing, really, really good. Yes, really good. I enjoyed it. Oh my goodness, even
2: though it made me sad.
1: Yes, it's sad. I think that the sad thing is like how true this really can be, Mm -hmm. because so many families have gone through this at at one point in their lives. Maybe not us, but it has affected other people. There's
2: a plot line for
1: everyone in this show that they there can is. hit. There the, really is the divorce stuffs hitting
2: me. <laughs> I, a lot of my uh, friends that I know, like almost all my friends, have divorced parents. It's weird that you guys have married parents. <laughs> well, <laughs> like it's if you think more common to have yeah. divorced parents now. I think than at least in my friend group.
1: Yeah, well, my my parents are part of that older generation that still stays together, thankfully. <sighs> Yeah. So, <laughs> and yeah, so uh yeah, I just love how it applies to anyone. It's <laughs> so why Harvard, everyone though. has to watch the show. But so, overall great episode and let's you know, is there anything else you, you want to cover? Did we miss anything? craziness? No, not, not that I can think not of. Not right. I can think of. So let's you know what, get into some news and gossip. Afterbuzz yeah. TV News. Okay, so fun interesting article I found last week like I think it was like one or two days after we did our last after show from last episode the the random guys that were at the poker game in last week's episode um, were actually there on purpose where one of them was there um, David Walton uh, he was a friend of Crosby's but he's actually going to um Start in About a Boy, which is also from the Parenthood producers, and also mm-hmm. airs on NBC after the Olympics. And, and yeah shoots sh- in the same place. Yeah, shoots in the <laughs> same area. And Dax Shepard Crosby's character is actually going to cross over to um, About a Boy, so there, there's a no. crossover episode with Parenthood and About a Boy. I think that's like really great way to like kick start about a boy when I mean, you bring someone else from an already success- successful show and I thought that was brilliant and it was so subtle that we never thought of it, it like, we never realized it, it was, I didn't like, notice that at all like it. yeah and we, I just yeah. want oh, David Walton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was well, like, I like him. Yeah, last week we were like, what are these random guys doing? <laughs> we were, like, who are these random people? But they were actually there on purpose. So yeah, I, we were that like, they have friends. They yeah. always <laughs>
2: just hang out with their family. It's so weird.
1: That that was brilliant. Um, so uh, I'd like to see that. I believe about a boy, Arizona NBC after. Olympics 22nd, February 22nd, 2014. I so. love Minnie Driver, too, and she's going to be in it. Okay. So. And Benjamin Stockham, uh, who plays the little boy on A bottle Boy, has yeah. actually been here at the studio a couple times, so maybe we can get him back. So that, cool. That'd be fun if we cover that show. And also, I have some fun photos, too. Uh, so if you're listening on iTunes, I highly suggest you go over to YouTube. So, Mae Whitman, who we didn't see in tonight's episode. I we know. didn't know. Yeah, we didn't see... Amber, but she t- tweeted out today uh, a photo of Miles Heiser and Max Burkholder. They're looking up at the sky as something, but they look happy, and she said beauty. So I oh. wonder what the... Do you know what day this was around? Was it last week? It might have been last week. She posted I it. I think I know what it is. Okay. okay. Uh, wait, wait. Last
2: week, I was working at, on the Universal lot okay. <laughs> where they film, and there was sky riding that was done by Shia LaBeouf. Do you remember that? and yeah. it, said, it said like I'm the sorry, I'm sorry Daniel, Daniel something, and. We were talking about it at work, and I thought it was like, oh, maybe someone got proposed to, and they were like rejecting them in the sky, like, "I'm sorry, Daniel." (laughs) But we found out online it was actually Shia Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf He was saying, "I'm sorry" in like a really douchey way, basically. Like, what was it? Plagiarizing. 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 And then he
0: plagiarized his initial apology. He wrote this really nice apology. That to was Daniel, and then they found out that he plagiarized the apology too.
1: So then, to wow. make up for it, skywriting. So sky maybe riding. that's that what is. they're
2: looking at—is the maybe. skywriting. <laughs> yeah, everyone else was looking at it last week. So see,
1: I love all this insight because <laughs> in I would have never thought that. I <laughs> might just
2: be making this up. They might just be looking at a cloud for no, all we know. That's cool.
1: So our next photo, we have uh, Erica Christensen Aww. tweeted out or Instagram a photo of her and Retta who is mostly known from Parks and Rec. She plays Donna in Parks and Rec. And I so I, I love that show. Another NBC show. Go watch it. I love that show. Great I love show. that so show. They, and they're good friends too. So <sighs> I thought that was cute. And then our next photo we have... Oh, sorry. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a, another project photo. But, uh, uh Erica Christensen tweeted out her Instagram. Uh, Either this tweeted or Instagram, both of them usually. Uh, photos of, um, I forget these women, but the, her makeup team for our parenthood. And I love like the recognition that she gives to all the behind-the-scenes people that you never think of. Fun so. fact, right behind them is the
0: soundstage that they shoot, The Voice.
1: Oh, fun stuff! <laughs> I love
0: that. So they're parking, Adam Levine's parking, is right next to that wardrobe. So trailer. they're in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Very cool.
1: If you want to get stuck, Adam Levine. Anyway, I always <laughs> like look at it. And I'm like, oh, oh. no, no one's in that parking spot. Nope. Cool. Right. <laughs> and then I believe we have another one. Oh, then uh, Eric Christensen tweeted out a photo of Tyree. Savannah and Sholo. They're just looking cute together, and Sholo looks squished in the back. His (laughs) squished face. I thought that was really cute. That is cute. And I believe there's maybe one more...
2: And you wrong. No,
1: nope, and then I guess that's <laughs> Man, all that's the photos. A- <laughs> so uh, I know I just love all the the Twitter and you know seeing the family when Aww. we're not talking about him. It. I mean, it's really cute. So uh, let's get into some predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay, Joel and Julia, let's just get right to it. Do you think? Absence, they always say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Do you think some separation time will do them good? I'm hoping. I'm hoping the Zeke and Camille thing was kind of a little hint. You know, she left and then he
0: realized how much she missed her. So I'm hoping it'll be just round two. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I agree. I think he's going to move out and then it's going to be really hard on the kids. And they're going to see that and they're going to. Have a really good conversation, kind of make up over the span of several episodes. This isn't going to happen right away, but I think that they're going to eventually work things out. But it's going to be a tedious road.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I want to say because there are two kids. Uh, I and like I might be wrong here, but I just want to say st- statistically, pu- um, marriages break up more so when there are kids involved, and like if you have like one kid, you're more, more likely to break up. But if you have more than one, and if there are multiple, you're more likely to stay together. So mm-hmm. I think having two kids might force them to stay together. Because there, there's a more reason to, you know, um, be together and work things out for the kids.
2: Well, also, how is this going to look to the adoption agency where they got Victor from? Aren't they going to be what like, yeah. what the hell? Because they wrong just with this adopted family? Victor. They just got him like last year. Last year, yeah. And then they seem like this happy, perfect family. And then this is happening right after they got him. And they didn't even start arguing until they got Victor. Not to blame him for the Problems, flaws now. of their relationship. But that was really the initial, like. But it was ticker. also Julia
0: left her job. And yeah. I I yeah, think that yeah. was that a big thing, was she was too. very career-focused. And we saw that throughout the, the whole series, was that was, you know, her big thing. And then to suddenly switch and be a housewife, and she just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and losing your job is one of the biggest stresses on your life, too. So that that was probably a big factor in their relationship, too. Her stress was affecting, you know, their relationship. Um, all right, and I don't think... Zeke and Camille are going to sell that house. It's too much of a so. personality. It's a character in so. and of itself. I think him, him making the
0: offer, and I think him, you know, actually, I think he's going to take the steps to go through with it, but I think she's going to call it off at the last minute and say, you know, no, this is our home. This we isn't should right. stay here. But because, you know, you put in all the effort and everything, she appreciates it. I
2: almost yeah. feel like since he's willing to do it for her, she's mm-hmm. going to be willing to not do it for him in the end. Yeah.
1: What do you think of Christina? Do you think she's going to get go through with this? Definitely. Building a school? This I is think a big she's project. she's going to go yeah, through
2: with it. And yeah, I think it's gonna be awesome.
1: A- I I want
0: Christina to just I, I want this show to go on to the point that Christina becomes president and there's like a scandal crossover <laughs> and like Olivia Pope is just like a, yeah. I, I, she goes head <laughs> on, on it, all our favorites one on one with Olivia Pope. Mix them all in and then about a boys thrown in there
1: too. I love it. <laughs> just throw all those network shows together. It'd be amazing. Um I would like to see this. I think it'd be interesting. Um a lot of Sometimes I think Christina gets way into it over her head, and it might fall flat, but I think it would be cool. And, they yeah, she made the good point that Adam started a whole record studio, mm-hmm. and that was hard, but they still managed to do it, and they're successful, so why not Christina? And I feel like she lost Mayer. She needs something else equally awesome. She needs something to do with her time Yeah, now. Yeah, she's one of those people who's constantly striving for something more. I know what I that's just like, like seeing her
0: win. So I just, I can yeah. just see this as being, you know, her big win. Like, no, I'm not mayor, but this is better because I helped all these kids and I wouldn't have been able to
2: otherwise. I feel like she has this personality trait that I kind of have where it's like, it's a very competitive trait where it's like, I want to do something. And then if someone's like, no, you can't do that. And then it's like, oh, watch me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm exactly. going to prove you wrong. And like. She was kind of like that with Mayer. She's like, I'm going to do it anyways. Even though she lost, she did it and gave her Mm -hmm. full-on, you know, hardest Mm -hmm. work. And I think she's going to do the same thing with this school. I don't know if it's going to fall flat, though, with this or not.
1: I think think she's she's going to put on full effort, though. I think it'd be really cool and she can get a lot of people to help her. She does mm-hmm. have amazing she connections has a whole to the community people. back in our whole community. So, it really would be a really fun project to see. But let us know what you think. Keep the conversation going on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Let us know what you think of this amazing show. Where can we all find you to keep the conversation going?
2: You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Danica Kennedy and on my YouTube page youtube.com slash <laughs>
1: you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Sarah Feeney TV follow all of us here at AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV Parenthood is taking a mini hiatus we'll be back after the Winter Olympics on February 27th so we will see you then